And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. You have no volume, my friend. I could hear the show intro, but not you. Everybody loves a Saturday night. I got nothing. Nothing from the mouth of of babes. Nope. <laughs> there you go. Were you tricking me? Were you tricking? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah, no, it, it actually the the mic came unplugged, so you could hear my silky, wonderful voice. So, folks, I'm the Double Z. This is show 340. It was off to a great start, but now it got all fucked up. God damn it! It's Trump's fault. Technical difficulties. I think probably the the Ukraine, Korean, Iranians have tapped into the show to try to keep us from talking sense to the masses because you know that we uh, we promote peace on this show, but we do want a coup. We need to take it to the streets. We had people taking it to the streets, Rufus. Remember <laughs> a couple weeks ago they were taking it to the streets. I remember. The people and then, were you know what? Then the holidays happened, and everybody got real busy, and they just couldn't take it to the streets anymore. They, and I get it. I get it. It happens. Well, I mean, I didn't really feel during those seasons. I didn't feel like telling people to take it to the streets. Even I mean, that's how taxed I was. So I can't imagine the people that were ultimately taking it to the streets probably were even a little more winded than I was. Yeah, well, probably. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got to worry about their shopping and right. cooking for Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas and all that bullshit. You know what? Let's take it to the streets 
in 2021. Okay. Well, yes. Well, take this year to recover because the holidays and whatnot, and we'll just we'll pick this back up in 2021. Pencil it in for 2021. Plenty of time to plan it out. Yeah. I mean, who cares? Let's think about this in November. Let's wait until November to think about changing presidents and whatnot. I agree. I agree. End of the year is the best time to think about everything you should have done. Right. You know what? I like to just look back at what I didn't accomplish in the year before. Yeah. Right? I'm like, man, you know, that's that's quite a list of unaccomplishments that I got done last year. It's a pretty impressive list. Let me tell it's you. It's worth bragging about, always. I mean, there's stuff that I've been planning on doing for five or six years that I still haven't accomplished that I'm really proud of. You know yes, what I mean? You're right, but so many other people have no plans at all. <laughs> yeah, there's a good point. <laughs> right. At least I have the plan. I got some killer plans. Planning? Are we doing? Not necessarily, but we're definitely planning. Right, which is more than most people do. Well, and you know what? Honestly, it's the most important part when you get down to it. I mean, you can't do it if you don't plan it. Once you got a solid plan, the doing is the easy part. There you go. I mean, we've proven that at least 100 times on this show. Once you get around to it. Well, when you make time for it. When the holidays (laughs) and your birthday... And like grocery shopping, like just when the when the mundane stuff is getting in the way of it. I mean, it's like how how can you be expected to get it done? There's always something in the way of greatness, and it's usually something boring. Wow, dude, that's a fucking quote right there. I mean, that <laughs> honestly, Rufus, that sounded like some Churchill shit. Write that down. There's always something in the way of greatness. Well, you know what? Then see now they expect you to solve that up with another one-liner. It's like. That must be destroyed so greatness may achieve its righteous past. That's right. And of course, I meant the you greatness. Away with, there's something in the way of greatness, so we're going to put it off to next year after the holidays, of course. Well, by greatness, I mean white people, and in the way, I mean brown people. Right, or other anyone else. I mean, really, right. nowadays, dude, it's not even white people in the way of white people. It's just like some white people just – don't care about anyone else. It's uh, the haves and the have-nots. There, there you go. I'm on fire. I'm dry. Fire. You are on fire. You suck weed for tonight's show. I'm start killing it all over the place. You're preaching, dude. Preach, preach, preacher. Well, now I'm on the spot. I can't do it. Oh, it never works like that. You're right. It's like sex <laughs> with the hottest chick that you ever met in your life that you know you don't deserve. But she ends up being a bitch who emotionally abuses you anyway. But uh, And then you can't perform for her after you've whacked off to her face a thousand times. There's a, a bit of advice you gave me way back in Roehampton days. Uh-oh. This sounds sage. This sounds I like have, it must be very it sage. It is quite sage. You want to talk about Churchill moments. It's quite sage. And, in fact, I've doled it out a few times to really? some uh, younger people who are confused and, and wayward You're on Reddit. Flush. And that is um, – no matter how hot she is, there's some dude that's really tired of her fucking shit. And that is the fucking truth. That's yeah. exactly the truth. Yep. Somebody is sick of her shit. That's the truth. Even now I've come to find out it's not even the hot ones. It's, it's like all of them. You just eventually, I get sick of her shit, she gets sick of my shit, and then I guess that's why people have to get married now. They're like, if you're willing <laughs> to put it on paper, it's for real. Yeah. You know, make it, if they make it, uh, this is how they do it. I, you know what? I think I just figured something out. They make you get married on paper. So when you get divorced, it costs money. 
And A, either you don't have the money to get divorced, so you have to stay together, right? And then you call that for the kids, right? Oh, yeah, right, right. Or you get divorced, and you both are spending half the money on two separate households, so you're growing broke again. I mean, they just make it expensive to get divorced. I think that that is the inconvenience of divorce. Not that I want to get divorced, but I'm just saying I feel like, and they know that most marriages end in divorce, so it's like a fucking booming market. How do you go wrong? It's a racket, dude. It's like the insurance companies. Surely we can create a divorce app, right? There should be a divorce app. There should be a, a marriage opt-in app with a, a divorce, like, ad. It's an in-app it's purchase. The divorce, the divorce one costs, like, fucking three grand. Right, yeah, but, but you hey. You never have to go to court. You never have to tell all your bullshit to somebody because most divorces, I found out, Joel actually told me this, are uncontested. He got divorced. It cost him like seven hundred and twenty-five bucks. He's like, if, if both people wow. want to get divorced, it's really not that big of a deal. Why would the other person not want to if it's gotten that fucking bad? I don't. I don't. I guess, but I maybe. Maybe Fight. it's like okay. Now I maybe maybe it's not the relationship part of it. Then it probably becomes the financial part of divorce. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Then you're like, well, no, I'm not divorcing you unless you give me that. I call that quid pro quo divorce. Okay. <laughs> that would look good on a billboard. It, it will. It will when we uh, open up our our divorce app. That's divorce. why if DVCR. If, if I ever decide to uh, divorce my beloved wife. Yes. I would uh, first, like a month beforehand, just totally quit my job and just start delivering pizzas again. Yeah, but I think, unfortunately, they look back on how it was the last year. Oh, well, you know what? In Canada, you know the guy, what was the guy? I remember that show. What was the Canadian show with uh, the funny guys? Not, oh, God. Kids it was in like the hall. Kids in the Hall. Yeah, one of the guys on Kids in the Hall who ended up being on news radio. Dave Foley. Dave Foley, yeah. He, he divorced his wife, but in Canada, you have to maintain – the the financial state that you were in when you were married forever. Right. So, like, whenever he got divorced. portfolio has shrunk significantly as probably as when they got together, I'm sure. Well, he got – apparently he got divorced when he was in the height of his fame, like coming off Kids That's in the Hall. That's what I mean. So he's like, fuck. Right. He, he was on a Joe Rogan show talking about it. Yeah, he's just having this. He's taking bit parts and anything he can fucking get, you know? Just to pay the bills. Just to pay the fucking bills. She made him so miserable, he probably wasn't funny anymore. But, you know, the funny thing about Dave Foley, and I love Dave Foley, I think that his characters, like, and Dave Foley himself, big Dave Foley fan. Oh, yeah. I'm so surprised to find out that Dave Foley wasn't gay. I mean, honestly. <laughs> right? I, I, mean, yeah. I know that sounds rude, and I love Dave Foley. But I'm shocked that he wasn't gay. I mean, it doesn't matter to me either way, but I'm just kind of surprised that he is is not a gay man. I mean, honestly. I mean, most Canadians are. Are they? Must be all that Molson. <laughs> yeah. Call us in if you're mad that Rufus said that. 646 668 8826. And for our Hispania uh, El Audio Ente, hola. This is Zigzag, eh? Zigzago and the L.A. Rufo. Uh, <laughs> we should do. We should try to do a whole show in Spanish. Jesus Christ! I couldn't pull that off. 
Maybe we could, if we had to, like, just kind of make up words, we could. I could make well, yeah, like, olas. We could do two hours worth of olas. And senor. <laughs> Taco burrito. Dude, I was, I was, like, caught two seconds of a Pepe Le Pew. Uh, <laughs> That's French. June, like, a week ago, and I'm, like, fucking... That shit, something, he needs to be locked up. Fucking Pepe Le Pew should be fucking locked up. Oh, yeah, he was a borderline rapist. Borderline? Jesus, he was definitely a stalker, to say the fucking least. It's love. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what? I tried a few Pepe Le Pew uh, lines. <laughs> they do work. That's some um, gold with the ladies, trust me. Yeah, especially If cats. anything, you got to give Pepe credit. He was trying to romance her before the rape, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you don't just go in there and start raping. <laughs> oh, you don't? Oh, yeah, no. that's what they call it rape, right? You gotta ch- try some charm first. Yeah, Pepe, he, Pepe was, uh, they should have just taken Pepe and had him castrated. They should do, like, a follow-up. Pepe <laughs> doing, like, 25 to life and sing thing. <laughs> Every fucking dude on the block romancing Pepe, so to speak. So much so that they took the stink out of his hole. He's the prison bottom. Oh my God, poor Pepe. Now see, now I feel sorry for Pepe. He wasn't. <laughs> he never actually raped, right? He just the intent to rape was there. Right. It was. It's, it's a little aggressive, but he never. I don't think he had penetrated anybody. Not as far as we know. Now true. there's probably a whole thing on Pornhub about how some Pepe Le Pew fucking uh, diminished shit. Price increase. Uh, Probably Pepe Le Pew getting it on with Bugs Bunny when he's dressed as a girl. Orky Pig, I think, is probably the more likely. Ooh, I like it in the butt. But. Oh, my God. You know, but the funny thing is, this is the shocking thing. Porky's the straight man. That's <laughs> an act. That was all an act. Porky wasn't really? actually a gay, bumbling idiot. He, uh... He uh, he he's really actually kind of like a Burt Reynolds character in real life. <laughs> very sophisticated, very suave with the ladies. Wow! And hung like a uh, bull moose. I think they had. I read in the paper. My goodness, what a shock! <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's an act. It's all it's Hollywood, dude. What do you expect? They did call him Porky for a reason. That's right, because he gets a lot of tail. The guy gets he pulls down a lot of. Uh, a lot of bush, that guy. <laughs> a lot of bush, yes. Do you, do you know who drove me nuts the most out of all those things? Yosemite Sam. But you really? know what? Now, I didn't like him before, but now that I watch him, like, I actually kind of like Yosemite Sam. I like him. I mean, yeah. I, I'm in the same boat. When I was a kid, I was like, God damn, this dude's a hard ass. Oh. How annoying is fucking Yosemite Sam? But really, he's the he's the butt of the joke because he's never as awesome as he thinks he is. Right, but he's always, but it's sometimes though it's like that weird thing where you see Yosemite Sam gets like that soft spot. You know what I mean? Like sometimes <laughs> Yosemite Sam will like sit down with Bug Bunny or something. Like you know what I mean? It's fucking yeah. weird shit like that. And I wonder if like I mean obviously they did, but when they're making those those cartoons. I mean, there is a teachable moment in some of those fucking cartoons, for real. Oh, sure, almost sure. all of them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. A lot of it's like, can't we just get along? Yeah. Well, they you were know? really good. They were well-written. They weren't just, you know, schlock. Right. Well, I mean, it's stuff. like, now my daughter watches these 
uh, I don't know what they are, dude. They're like anime shit, right? Yeah. And I mean, I'm like, it's most of it. I find is like singing. You know what I mean? I hope it's not like some kind of weird Nazi thing that they're ingraining in kids, but it just, I don't know how you watch it because first of all, you can't understand it. You know what I mean? Is it all in Japanese? It happens so fucking fast, right? It's like all running and all like shit happening. You know what I mean? Like right away, like no time for like a real story. It's always just like people getting chased. It looks like to me. Yeah. Kids these days. Uh, attention span. I know. Whatever happened to kids watching fucking cartoons where people smoked and tried to rape other fucking animals? I mean, <laughs> the good old days, Rufus. Yeah, the like, good old days. Running around. When men were men and skunks were rapists. Right, exactly. Where else? You know, I learned how to roll a joint by watching uh, Bugs Bunny roll a joint. Remember when they were cops? I always liked the one yeah. where Bugs and Porky were, were riding in the cop car and they yeah. got like the old dragnet. Yeah, that's right. I remember right. that. All right, brilliant stuff. I don't. What I mean, Mel Blanc had all kinds of rumors about him, didn't he? Well, it's because they were made for adults back then. You know, right. they showed before movies. That's true. Then adults are like, "Those are good for kids." Let's not read the Bible. Let's learn everything from Looney Tunes. Not <laughs> the Bible. I mean, come on, the Bible. I don't know. What is your thoughts on the Bible, Rufus? I don't know. It's been a while since I read it. Well, I don't. I mean, your your overall thoughts of the Bible as the Word of God or Jesus existing, or is it just some fictional character? Or, what are your I thoughts? Don't, I don't think it's just, just all weed. It's all stories that were passed down word of mouth for hundreds right. and thousands of years, and eventually got written and then translated a billion fucking times. And you know what we think it says now is probably nothing. Oh else yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's been rewritten how many fucking times? Christ almighty. I mean, assuming it ever was true. Great idea, though. I mean, they're just parable is just a story, right, about yeah. how you could live your life better, and it makes it easy for people to understand by giving them examples. I almost feel like that's what they ended up teaching us at the very end of my tenure in Catholic school, right? At St. Edward's, like the last religion class I taught, they're like, okay. We know that there's fucking dinosaurs and shit like that, and we get it that you're probably skeptical because you're now smoking pot in college every day that maybe <laughs> there was not really a Jesus and maybe the, you know, the Shroud Turin and all that stuff that seems like can never be proved. You know, basically it's all about faith, but also it's a nice book teaching you how to be a good person, but there's no way you can fucking read it literally. There's just no fucking way. I mean, the art no. story itself. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean you know what used to draw me, though, as a kid when they'd have those shows like In Search Of? Remember that show In Search Of? I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leonard, Leonard Neboy, I think, was the voice character on that. But um, they would do like In Search Of Noah's Ark, right? right? I just had this fucking thing in my mind. And they would always be like, they think they found Noah's Ark. You know what I mean? They'd show like the side of some fucking mountain with some... Mount Ararat. Sticking out of the side, right. And you're just like... I always wanted to see, like, a complete fucking ark that I guess was bigger than a cruise ship. I mean, I don't know how big it would have to be to have two of every animal on Pretty it. fucking big. Pretty the other thing is you didn't have to keep the fish, right? The fish were fine, I'm guessing. That's true. Fish, That's true. fish whales. Egyptians were probably fine. Yeah, I'm sure. There's probably little outcroppings. You know, right, not yeah. to live I mean, on, but little yeah. rocks poking up. Like the top of 
Mount McKinley where like one fucking mountain goat is able to fucking live. That's yeah, really exactly. They didn't have to worry about the mountain goats. Because well, of, I guess I, it's probably though, if it rained forty days and forty nights all over the world, I'm guessing, or was it just like one storm going around the world? Did, is there any news on that in the Bible? Well, in reality, there was a big flood, but it was only in one area. But right. you know, according to the Bible, it was just worldwide just happened. God was like, "Fuck this shit, I'm starting over." But now, was that before or after it rained crickets or frogs? That was probably after it rained frogs. Or was that before? I think God was trying to figure out the whole rain thing, and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> right. shit. he's like, yeah, nope." Frogs aren't working. <laughs> no, let me try crickets. <laughs> Let's try crickets. Then we'll do locusts. Eventually, we'll just get to regular water. Oh, wait, need to turn the water off a little bit. Looks like we overflowed Mount Ararat. <laughs> he, left the, he got high and left it on. Oh, <laughs> oh my fuck. God, right. He's like waiting for dominoes in some fucking other dimension. <laughs> <laughs> it was Allah bringing dominoes. <laughs> Are you at the door? Hello, dominoes. No, they probably smoke together, God. Well, I mean, but God is Allah is whoever, right? I mean, it's all just a a machination of whatever, I guess, you want it to be. You think there is anything? You know, and I only, I'm only going to say that I hope there is because I'm so fucking awesome that I don't want this to end. There's got to well, be something. Yeah, well, here's, here's the deal. Here's what you got to think about. You are awesome. No doubt about that. Uh, thank you. I, likewise. And you don't want it to end for you, right? When you die, you want to keep going because you're awesome. But think about the rest of the world. To them, you're going to be dead, which means you're leaving the rest of the world in complete fucking turmoil. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for the rest of the world. That's for sure. Right. Here's the deal, though. We're all omniscient because when we are born or we die, that's when everything ends in your life. You know what I mean? So kind of your your own omniscience is or whatever you would call that. Everything that exists is what you perceive. Because, I mean, do you, do you remember anything before you were born? I don't. Well, there was this time. Um, no, no, I do not, actually. You know what, though? I probably did, but I probably just forgot it over the years. I think I talked a lot about it when I was a kid. You know what it's I mean? Told, I think uh, like a four-year-old, I was telling people things, and they thought I was hearing voices, so they started me on Thorazine immediately. There's a name for it. It's called soul amnesia. <laughs> you're not supposed to remember. Right. Because if you remember, you're going to be biased on how the outcome should turn out. So whenever you get reincarnated, it's, it's soul. You don't remember, except for subconsciously, you have soul and you don't remember where you, you know, what your life was before you died. Imagine being reincarnated at like, as like a gnat or something and your life and you're just fucking dying like after 24 hours. Of existence, but I guess I wonder if you're that small at that 24 hours. Just because that's how long you're used to seeming or living, like a gnat can get old and die in 24 hours. You know I've wondered I mean? that, dude. What? I, I I've wondered that same thing. I don't remember. It wasn't a gnat, but it was literally just like in a month. I heard about something that had a really short lifespan, and I was like, but I wonder if to that thing. <laughs> right. That was like know, I that, got old and died. Right. That's like a a fucking generation is 48 right. hours. It, it is. So I guess it is a generation. They're just turning yeah, over true. generations in fucking days. What is a generation? I mean, generation in how we perceive it is twenty years, right? Is that a generation? It's something, something to that effect, I think. Shit, I don't know. It's getting longer and longer because people are living longer. Let's, can we look that up real quick? I'll yeah. 
What is the term generation? So, dude, it's been uh, a decade since I've seen you. See, see what I did there? You, yeah, clever. A generation is all of the people from the living, oh, all the people born and living about the same time regarded collectively. The average period generally considered to be about 30 years. 30 years, okay. During which children are born and grow up, become adults, and begin to have children of their own. But that doesn't apply now because most people don't even grow up. I've almost known you for a generation. Isn't that weird? But I, I still feel like I'm like 16 or 18 or 20-something. <laughs> I do, too. I, you know what? I feel like I'm like 21 or 22. Yeah, I mean, like mentally, I yeah. feel the weight of responsibility that I really don't right. want to have. But in terms of just like, me, I feel like I, uh, I'm i still just a, a dumbass goofball. Well, you know what's funny is I feel like, and I may mention this before, I feel like I haven't learned anything, like yeah. really learned anything, you know what I mean, other than like from watching TV. I feel like I was pretty smart back then when I was like 21 or 22, and maybe I've gained more knowledge and some life through, so I guess I have learned things, but I don't feel like my brain is working more efficiently. I feel like it worked just efficient then, and it was all good. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think I've learned, you know, all the dumb little hacks and hurdle jumping you have to do to fucking make it through life in the world. But I haven't learned anything that when I'm on my deathbed, I'll be like, thank God I fucking f- figured that out. Like not even like uh, how to build a, all right, how about, how about how to build a coat rack out of a guitar neck? Did you not do that, or was it a keychain? What was it? What did you build out of a guitar neck? Yeah, it was a like a hat rack, coat rack thing. Right. Now, that's cool. That's cool. That's something on your deathbed you could say, hey, you know what we got for our deathbed, dude? We got the sloth. Let's be realistic. We got three hundred fucking forty shows of gold right now, our albums worth of fucking material that we just need to polish up. And I'm telling you what, 2021 is going to be our fucking year, dude. Yeah, but I don't. I don't consider the sloth learning because. Well, no, I don't mean. I guess that's more like that's teaching. That's not what I meant. Right. I guess learning wasn't the right thing. Th- that's like creating. I mean. On your deathbed, dude. This is what yes. you say. You gather the whole family around. Okay. Yeah. And you say, "Come in, young Rufusins, the Rufuses of the next generation. I must speak to you clearly, as they wash your feet and all, they go through all that kind of stuff." Sure. And you say to them. My children, I want to tell you one thing on this deathbed. If there's one thing that Rufus has learned in his many years on this earth, you're 900 years old. I mean, go figure. You can say, no matter how hot she is, somebody somewhere is sick of her shit. (laughs) You're free to move on to the next realm, where I hope you remember that. (laughs) To the next realm, and they'll pause and just be in awe. They, well, someone will be scribing it. The scribes will go fucking bananas because they will know then it was your life's work to spread that that bit of knowledge that you received from your elder. I'm going to have a court exactly. reporter in my hospital bedroom. You're going to do what? I'm going to have a court reporter in my you hospital should. bedroom. Everybody should. Honestly, God. They should fucking insist on it. I saw where Trump, you know that Trump is a protege of Roy Cohn, right? You know who Roy Cohn is? Uh, I used to. I recognize the name, but I don't remember why now. Roy Cohn was McCarthy's right-hand man in the McCarthy hearing. Oh, great. 
Right. And you know what the how fucking evil the McCarthy hearings were, right? Well, I'm a communist, so yeah. Right. Of course, it was terrible for you guys. It was very terrible. <laughs> but luckily, come to find out, he made all that shit up and none of it was true. And they find that out at the very end. And at the very end, dude, you realize that he was drinking like a fucking quart of whiskey a day at lunch. Jesus. Yeah. He, and he started getting drunk and then being hung over every day during the McCarthy hearings. And then they fucking started to take him to task, right? But he just was so fucking fucked up. I watched this whole thing on Frontline the other night about the McCarthy hearing and Roy Cohn. And let me tell you this. Roy Cohn, is, he got disbarred, right? And he was, he was persecuting Jews and, and gay people, and he was both Jewish. Come to find out, he died of AIDS because he was what? gay, too. Yeah, this guy is fucking demented. Dem- this is a fucking demented motherfucker, Rufus. Wait, so having people locked up, making shit up about people. He persecuted gays and Jews, but then right. he died of AIDS because he was a gay Jew. I mean, yes. not not that he got AIDS because he was Jew, right. but no. Yeah. Wow. So yes. he had some mental fucking shit yes. going on. God. Right. This is the guy that took Donald Trump under his wing, right? Donald Trump's like, he always says, "Where's my Roy Cohn? Where's my Roy Cohn?" When he wants someone to stick up for him, because Roy Cohn defended him and his dad in the discrimination lawsuit on their apartments in the early 1970s, right, where they they were being sued by the government for discrimination, right? They were putting letters on people's things. They didn't want any black people to move in, period. They got caught, right? So they hire Roy Cohn when, they, when the, the government's coming after him, and he's like, sue the government for harassment, right? That's, see, that's how Donald is up in all these lawsuits, right? So they start suing the government, and then they settle, right, for like, Four million bucks or whatever, and yeah. Donald then Roy Cohn says we won, we won, and Donald's like we didn't win. He's like, look, you just tell everybody we fucking won, Aww. and that's that is how Donald lives his life to this fucking day. It is. He just says, yeah, he just says things that aren't things, right, and believes them to the point that other people believe them. Yeah, dude, I've been on this political civil war like Facebook thing, where I'm telling you, it scares me. Because not are only these people that are these fucking Trump fans are not fucking informed correctly about anything. They're not willing at all to accept facts. You know what's even scarier? Is I know of some, I mean not personally, but I've heard of some that do know and will accept it. And they're like, they don't give a shit. They're like, <laughs> yeah, what is scarier? Yeah. And you know what? What I have noticed is like these people are all fucking gun nuts. I yeah. mean, I've, a lot of them are fucking... They're, now I understand why they don't want these further background checks, because these are the people that would not be able to get fucking guns if right. you had an in-depth background check. Now it fucking makes sense. Before, I was like, why wouldn't everybody want a fucking really in-depth background check? Never even think of the people that shouldn't have guns are able to get them right now. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, okay, I guess that's why. Because most people are nuts and want guns at the same time. Who do you think the Dems are going to put up to run against Trump? I keep hearing Biden, and I'm like, please don't fucking do Biden. I know. I I keep reading it. I don't even want Biden. I mean, yeah, I'll take him in lieu of Trump, right? But I'm like, he should be at the very bottom of my fucking list of people. Right, but you got to swing. I mean, the people that are, that are going to vote against Trump are going to vote against Trump. You got to swing the people who are undecided and all that right, shit. That's, 
good point. I don't think that's a good point. You know, I almost like I said, I think that a Bernie Pete thing fucking balances itself out nice. I thought right? about that the other day. Bernie's I think way left, I get it, but but Buddha Judge is a moderate left, right? You know what I mean? Right. In the way of it's not his necessarily his lifestyle, but his way of thinking and he's into church and all that stuff. So I mean it's it's a good balance. And if you can put those two numbers together, I don't know what it is. But for some reason, and it all started here where I live, Pete has had trouble with the black vote. Really? Some rumors there was, well, when he came into office, the police chief of South Bend, Indiana, was illegally recording his subordinates talking about him, right? Sure. And then he fired some of them. One, it was illegal for him to tap their phone without their knowledge, Okay. Yeah. But this is right when Pete comes into office. So Pete comes into office, and they got all this shit going on with this lawsuit, right, where these guys are saying that they were fired unjustly because, you know, the guy was listening to them and then decided to take action against them. Right. And, and the sheriff is a black guy. And Pete, unfortunately, has to fucking let the sheriff go as part of a government. The, the federal government got involved, right, and it's a federal wiretapping thing. Yeah. And the federal government said, you have to let him go. You have to fire this guy. And okay. somehow the city, the, the black people in the city of South Bend went berserk. You know, we know he's firing the black sheriff. Right. Even though the sheriff was guilty of a federal crime. And now people, black people hate Pete. And, then, you know, they have their own version of the story, I'm sure. But I, I mean, I saw it happen. On, it was on the nightly news where I live. Mm. You know what I mean? And this is like eight or nine years ago. Well, he's still hanging in there. I mean, he's still oh, no, in the. I know he is, and I just wonder. It's sad that I don't that that kind of bullshit goes around where people are like I don't like Pete because he doesn't like black people. Especially when it's not true. I mean, if he would just had to do what he had to do because the government was like, "Well, you got to do it," you think, and the guy's guilty. Do you think politics were always as untruthful as they are now? Um, do you I, think I, that social media and everything has just made it so much more exponential. I mean, it's always been false. I mean, politics is bullshit. Right. Really. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it's necessarily any worse or better, but I think social media and just the internet in general has just made it more obvious, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely driving a wedge between people who are, have common sense like me and you and people that support Trump. Right. But, I mean, there's a silver lining, I guess, that. because it's it's also... There's probably a lot of more pe- a lot more people also that are like maybe changing their views in one direction or another because they would not otherwise have any access to any other fucking opinion if it wasn't for you know the internet. So well, I think that we've said before it's hand me a lot of it's hand me down politics. Yeah. Like people are like oh my great grandpa Elroy was a was a white supremacist so I'm a white supremacist too. Oh I mean uh, Republican. But, but you know but, what? Didn't didn't the fucking didn't it flip flop? At one time, weren't the Republicans more like the Democrats now, and the Democrats were more like the Republicans, like yeah. fifty or sixty years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, the Democrats who didn't want segregation and shit. But I mean, that you know, this shit fucking changes. What it is now is what it is now. Right. Okay. Excuse me, old sage. You know, remember I'm the guy that said no matter how good looking she is. Somebody somewhere is sick of her shit. Let's remember 
two hands out to sage advice here. Please, a little respect for the swan. This is true. I'm, I'm sorry, dear leader. <laughs> Thank you. Fearless leader. Fearless. Fearless leader. No, it is a cult, though. I didn't know it. I never even realized it until the other day. My mom is part of the cult, dude. And Fox News is the fucking, is the cult driver. I mean, these people will not, you can, you can go through here. And you know what? I'll be, I've spent a little too much time arguing with these idiots on this thing. I guarantee you we could have a fucking uh, uh, politically based show where we could get these fucking nut jobs to call in. There is no doubt in my mind. So what we need to do is come up with a show that has nothing to do with hyper slots, right? Like its own fucking thing. Yeah. Like, I don't care if we're heralding, you know, whatever in the afternoon. I don't care what it is. But we make it, about you this make already. a fucking show out of this, dude, where we just have these people call up and they yell at us and we just fucking then talk sense to them until they get frustrated and hang up because that's exactly what they do. They'll bullshit you and be like, we need, what's your proof about every claim? They make a claim. You refute the claim. This is how it works. You refute the claim. They say, show me proof. You show them the proof, and then they block you after calling you a moron. <laughs> That's exactly how it works. I was going to say, you should just invite, like, the next guy you're in a little, uh, you know, roundabout with, just invite him on the show. Be like, call in. Yeah, I'm but I don't want to you. ruin this show with that. Because it will become, I guarantee you, it will become its own show. On this show, we can discuss how crazy the other show that's not associated with this show is. So we have different personas? Or yes, will... absolutely. Absolutely. Are you I sure? Mean, not, totally, not totally different. Different names. Not different personas. Me and you as ourselves playing characters in another show. I don't want to play a character if we're going to be talking about real shit. That's what I'm saying. You won't be playing a character. You'll just be going by a different name. Oh, okay, cool. You yourself, but we won't say that it's actually, that's not uh, Tom Swift. That's uh, that's Rufus from Hypersloth. I'll be Clint Halsey. It, will that be your name for real? I like the sound of it. Well, I'll just change my real name. I will be Jamar... <laughs> <laughs> Jamar Jankowitz? Jamar Leibowitz. That's a great name. I'd, I'd vote for you. Sounds like you got the black and We got the Jews and the blacks are are taken care of as far as uh, opinions. And then no one can pick on the Jews and blacks and think that we're not represented there. That's because true. that makes it awkward. When you start talking to these white supremacists, which they all are, all these fucking people are white supremacists, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, that's the one thing they have in fucking common for sure. That and very few teeth and uh, uneducated. I guarantee a lot of them are uneducated. How can you be supremacist if you have less teeth than the average human? I know, and you know what? That's where the <laughs> supremacy whole idea comes from. Look at the perfect example of that is fucking Hitler, okay? Hitler was not this fucking strapping, blonde-haired, blue-eyed fucking beast Nazi you know what I mean? He's like, so that's like every hillbilly in America being like, yeah, I'm better than you. You know what I mean? Or I've got more teeth than you when they don't. They actually don't. He can only grow them the middle of his mustache. I wonder what, you think there was a lot of people rocking that mustache back then? I don't see, you don't really catch that a lot on a lot of old tiny pictures. You don't really, even before Hitler became, you know, Hitler. You don't see like old pictures of people with other than Charlie Chaplin 
and he, I think, wore it like a clown, you know? Yeah, he did. I, was, I wonder if that was some kind of ode to Hitler. Well, Charlie Chaplin was before Hitler, right? He was before, and then I think during, and there's this one, uh, have you seen the speech Charlie Chaplin did in this one movie? And it was a serious movie. It was, I think, one of the first talkies he did. And did he's, see it. Yeah, it's really fucking deep and intense, and he's playing right. like a Hitler character. Well, he is, he's, is he reading a speech? I can't remember what it was. It was like, a, was it something that somebody else wrote, or was that coming from him? No, it was in a it was in a movie he made. Right. So he he was playing a character, but I right. don't know if he wrote the script or whatever. But it's really fucking intense. It's not like Charlie Chaplin. Oh, I you know, know. It wasn't funny at all, and it was deep and like moving, if I recall correctly. Right, and of course, like every goddamn fucking time somebody says anything deep and moving, just as relevant today as it was then, because nothing ever goddamn fucking changes. Nope, it gets worse. Really. <laughs> I think sometimes the more you point out the flaws in the system, the more the people who have been playing the system the whole time learn better ways to, you know, maybe you're pointing out a flaw they don't even see that they can actually manipulate in their favor. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're pressure I mean, testing the wrong system. I'm telling you, if you want the straight dope, it's, it's from fucking PBS, right? I mean, I know a lot of it's left-leaning, I guess people would say, but it's because left-leaning is not fucking crazy talk. And I'm not even saying left, there's left center. But right. it's just not fucking nut talk. I mean, I don't watch MSNBC, you know what I mean? I don't think, that's like Fox News right. for, for the left. You know? Center or left to center is really just the most common sense way to be. It's a sweet spot. It is. It's it the is a sweet, sweet spot. spot. I mean, there, maybe on a an item a line item basis. There's some things where you want to be like right of center, but when it comes to the big picture, it's way fucking better for every, everybody if you're at least center for the masses. Hopefully left right. of center. It's better right. for the majority of people. Right. But when you got that top one percent, I figured this out the other day. I got this buddy, and you know I know some Trump supporters, and they they are like, yeah, fucking goddamn, go capitalism, go fucking, you know what I mean. Go yeah. capitalism, go get them. We're gonna win this trade war and all this shit. And these are guys that make like fucking thirty-five grand a year, busting their fucking asses. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. why? Why would they want that? Why? You know, they don't. Why do they care? They should want more stuff. You know, lower taxes for the regular guy. But what it comes fucking down affordable health care? Is these? Yeah, are these guys are like someday that's gonna be me stepping on the fucking necks of the poor people. And I'm just like, you're fucking dumb. They let you believe that, right? That's the American dream. Step on some fucking necks and get rich, you He's know? Right. But, and I'm like, you're 50 years old, dude. That ain't never happening for you. If you're not stepping on necks right now and you're where you're at right, right. now, you're done. It's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You you're just be wanting more fucking government cheese because in 10 years you're going to retire with fucking nothing. You know, be making 200 bucks a week on your fucking retirement. And you're like, yeah, get, take away from the fucking poor people. And here's what they don't think. They're so stupid. You take away from the poor people, Rufus, and then watch crime go up. And you're like, oh, man, look at all this crime. You know, what do they think happens to poor people when they fucking, well, what they really want them is in prison. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Prisons make money. 
Right. That Adam ruins everything about the prison system is fucking disturbing. Oh, yeah. And just how it got started, how they're like, you know what? We can do a more efficient job of housing your prisoners than you can. And that's how they got into the private prison. Housing. Right. Well, and the deal is they're not more efficient at it. They're way less fucking efficient at it. Oh, yeah. they got so much more bureaucracy. It's fucking crazy. But it's all lobbying, dude. It's all fucking lobbying. We're getting old, Rube. I'm getting old. You're still young, but I'm old. And you know what? Here's what really just happened, and I'll shut up for one second. The fucking Trump has ruined the American flag. I'm embarrassed to wear my fucking Easy Rider coat out in public because I don't want people thinking I'm some fucking Trump cuck. I thought of that, too. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm like, damn, the fucking guy has ruined this bitching fucking coat. <laughs> because that's all these Trump guys on this fucking whether there's women too they all have the American flag as their fucking Facebook profile you know what I gotta say that maybe that's a failing of the Democrats too is they they allow they the Republicans to like wave it. the fucking flag maybe the Democrats ought to be waving the fucking flag yeah you know what you know, I, you take know what? it I back I 100% on that because I think the Democrats are too fucking timid they're you know real what I timid. mean? They're I real timid. I think, I think you could start, you could get every fucking person over to the Democratic side if you said everybody can have guns. I think for like 90% of people, it comes down to the misrepresentation of taking your guns, right? If they would they'd go on a nothing but a whole deal, like a whole ad campaign on how they don't actually want to take guns away from yeah. people... What they really want to do, that, see, that's where the, that is where the Democratic Party misses out. They need five fucking lines saying, we're going to give you health care. We're not going to take away your guns, asterisk, you know, because we're really not going to take away your guns. But right. you know, some guns will not no longer be available to you, you know, and they just, they're just too fucking all over the place. You know, you yeah. never know where they're at. I mean, they just don't deliver their message well. I guess that's what it comes down to. I think the most effective thing Trump has done was completely accidental, and that is just get the Democrats in a fucking tizzy to the point where they haven't been able to focus on anything right. else other right. than man, Trump. You know <laughs> what, dude? I want to I want to tell you something that's going to serve you. That is a fucking foundation of a mind control technique. Believe it or not, that I mean, that is fucking real shit. And these fucking weirdos like Trump and Cohn, because when Cohn was working in the McCarthy hearings, that's what they did to the whole country the first time. They got mm. him so fucking whipped up, right? The, the whole country's like, fuck the Reds, fuck the communists, you know, or the socialists or whoever the fuck they're after. And that's, that's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. And then they just divide the people like that. Well, no, I'm saying the Democratic Party fell no, into that. No, I know. I know. I'm saying that they're too busy Man. chasing their tails, trying yes. to keep up with all the nuttiness that he's doing, that they can't catch up. They you should ignore it. New fucking thing is created every day. They should, I mean, it's fucking 2020. It was in 2016. I get you want to impeach him, but let's just call it a loss right now and focus on making shit better and having a candidate that can fucking win and solidifying a real fucking message. And here's the here's the scary part too is that those people and I'm gonna say this again on that website I'm learning a lot about these fucking people right this is like a 
this is a crash course in the psyche of a fucking, because these people will, they'll say anything on there. You know what I mean? They're hiding behind their fucking profile, which is fake 99% of the time, right? Stupid people, I think, they put their real shit out there. They're always like, that's not your real name. I'm like, dude, you people are fucking nuts. You think I'm going to put my fucking real name on here? You know what I mean? And where I live? No. Not ever going to fucking do that. You people are fucking guns and you, you know, and you're crazy. Always about violence with these people. That's why I don't. And that's their, that's their fucking misunderstanding with America. Right? They think Americans have to be these badass fucking motherfuckers going to come in there and kick your fucking ass and you know what? That's the problem. That is the problem. That's why the rest of the world fucking hates us. You know, because that that is not diplomacy. That's fucking macho bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah, totally. Uh, you're bringing out the libertarian in me. Get the well, fuck out I of mean, everywhere. Just, just deal with our own shit. Fuck right. everybody else. I don't care. Yeah. Get Why the Middle East you know what? massacres themselves. I don't give two flying fucks. Right. Let them. Who? That's not our problem. Our people don't even have fucking health care, <laughs> and we're fucking spending $700 billion a year on fucking guns that are going to be obsolete in fucking a year. And it, they can't say it's oil now because we've reached a point where but we're – They do. They do. Acting. Did you see that Ingram interview with fucking Trump? He's like, they say over there, and we got the oil. We got our hands on the oil. We left – we left troops there because of the oil, and we got the oil. She's, she is trying to say to him, Lori Ingram saying, but it's not about the oil, President, right? Trying to fucking stop him on Fox right. And he's like, no, but we got the oil. And you're like, yeah, but you're right. We, we have more oil reserves than we've ever had in history. Why do we need the fucking oil? We're exporting oil now. Right. I mean, what the fuck? I, I don't know. I don't, because that's lowest common denominator shit. It takes people back to the fucking... When gas was fucking three bucks a gallon, you know, or five bucks a gallon back in 1974. And they're like, don't want to do that again. You know what I mean? Had to wait for gas that one Saturday. That was fucked up. I, I don't Just know what it is, Fucking man. brings out the crazy in people. I mean, Hillary Clinton, did you ever, did you hear Hillary Clinton on uh, Howard Stern? Uh, I don't think so, no. Uh, she was on Howard Stern like about probably a month or two ago. Hmm. And it was, it's, I mean, you, I listen to it, and I'm like, why can't she be the fucking president? You know what I mean? That's mm. the president of America. You can say that, dude, but you got Donald Trump right now, right? Yeah, that's true. She, that's true. But it, if, she, was, she was a fucking senator. She was a secretary of state. Those are big fucking jobs around the world. That's true, but I'm talking about now. If she, ran, star. If, she, if she threw her hat in the ring now, I'd be like, no, nope, sorry. We got way too many better fucking options right now. But, I mean, your option might be Joe Biden, dude. Well, I see. It, if you had to meet. In a perfect world, I wouldn't have Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden. All right. All right. Now you got to pick between Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. Who do you pick? Well, I would probably pick Hillary just because of the uh, the level of experience. Right. Well, yeah. Joe Biden, yeah, he was vice president, but, I mean, it's, he wasn't like a working Joe. You know what I mean? He's like a. He kind of well, was he's like a his fucking mind. Have you heard the guy talk recently? Yes, I have, and I don't appreciate it at all. And I wish that he would just be quiet a lot of the time. Uh, I think I, I don't think he's I don't want to say he's like senile or anything like that, but I don't honestly I don't think he really fucking cares. But he I feels like he, he just has to. In, I think he right. got pressured into running. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he, he said, wants to be president. I think they said, "You're our guy, Joe. You're our best bet, Joe." You know what I mean? And then he feels guilty. 
it's all he's ever done, you know, at least in his. You know what? Go away, though. Write a book. He wrote a book. I'm sure he's got plenty of dough. I think if you're in politics to the point where you've even made it to the point of vice president. Yeah, you're done. It's, it's like what I'm saying. It's like it's it's just something you have to do. You, oh, you, you right. They're deny. forced you to do. Right. Well, you know, I feel like, but I feel like if you sat out like he did after Obama, I feel like then you don't have to anymore, right? If you were going right. to do it, you do the two years of Obama, then say Joe Biden gets elected, or you know, then Joe Biden runs. But after he doesn't even run in that one, you're like, okay, Joe, you had your chance. You, you know, two guys who did it perfectly when they got out of office. Two totally opposite guys, even though now apparently they're buddies, is George Bush and Obama. I mean, they fucked that up the route. You know, they're like, fuck it. I did my stint, you know? Yeah. I mean, you don't hear from them anymore. And they are friendly now. You know what I mean? That's the crazy part. And that, right. I guess the, uh, this is what I, I heard. And it was reported by some reporters that at the inauguration, right, uh, George Bush was sitting with Obama and everybody, right? All the presidents, the ex-presidents were right there in whatever row, and it was raining on everybody, and they were, like, joking around or whatever. And and George Bush said to somebody, yeah, I look pretty good right about now, don't I? <laughs> I mean, I like George Bush, honestly. I always I liked too. him. I always liked him. I didn't, uh, you know, he kind of got fucked because his whole thing was pick up where his dad left off after yeah. Clinton. I mean, tough to come in after Clinton. Because well, the guy had the fucking deficit, was fucking being, you know, it was low. He was doing good. Yeah. So, and then you have fucking nine eleven happen. I mean, I can't imagine yeah, any president. That's a good point. I don't. I don't see any president dealing with that in a way that wouldn't be criticized, no matter what they. Somebody could have done the opposite of what George Bush did, and today we'd right. still be like, so they did the wrong right. fucking thing, you know. Right. I'm not even sure what did he do. Was it shock and awe? Well, we went into Iraq and right. fucked all that shit up. See, but that and all that was wrong to do. That was our mistake. We should have went into Saudi Arabia. We should go in that's that where they came from. And you know what? That's when you talk about the oil and Donald Trump talking about the oil and all that shit. That's where all of his shit goes back to. He's Saudi got Arabia. Fucking Saudi Arabia and Lincoln. So does America in a weird way, dude. And that's why we got embroiled over there. Saudi Arabia and Israel have America, like, fucked up in the Middle East. You know what I mean? That whole Middle East, this is what baffles me, is all that fucking shit is so backwards. And old. The wars are so old between the fucking They're tribes. going on for fuck, and there's nothing you can do to make anybody happy on either fucking side, and yet for some reason, we keep, keep dipping our toes in that fucking water. You know why? And you know why, Rufus? Arms sales. Arms sales. Yeah. That's what it comes back to, right there. You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, I You're hate totally to right. say that I'm right, but I have, I've researched that. I mean, trust me, when I go into these arguments with these Trump tards, dude, I'm fucking ready. I'm ready to fucking rock and roll. So, <laughs> I mean, it's easy to find the facts out. You know what I mean? And look, that's the whole reason we're fucked up in Iran, right? America put the fucking shot of Iran in power. Yeah. Right? Took out the people that they wanted, put the shot in. So we could sell them fucking arms, right? And then we put an embargo on them. Then Iran-Contra. We're selling them arms anyways, even though we put a fucking embargo on them, right, to make money to fight a war in fucking South America. 
I mean, I was gonna it's, say it was the it's Iran all about idea. fucking arming people. That's what it's about. It's making money for military corporate. It's the yep. military-industrial complex that fucking what's-his-face warned us about. Yep. What was his name? Not Churchill, not, not Truman. It was Truman. And he's when right, he, because he saw it firsthand. He did. When he was leaving office, he said, yep. keep an eye out for the military-industrial complex because they're going to fucking – and destroy the fucking planet. It's all about making money for arms manufacturing. The day that he blew up that fucking guy in that Soleimani, mm-hmm. right? Turns out to come to find out. I don't know if you saw this that Trump actually had Soleimani in a death pool. So he's trying to collect on that right now, but I don't. I don't see that working out. I think there's probably a few things in the terms, uh, the agreement terms for whatever death pool he was in, saying that if he kills the guy. You can't collect the death pool. Well, it's just like fantasy football. What the fuck? Yeah, is yeah, that? that's what they do up there at that level. No, I'm making that up, but I'm just saying. Oh. That, I thought know. that was legit. I was like, wow. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Hey, uh, you want to do the uh, the hot sauce roulette real quick? I do, but let, what was my thought? Now, now I forgot my thought. There was that. Try to punch a one liner in there. Oh, I didn't know you were trying to punch a one liner. You blew my mind with death pool. I thought it was for real. I was like, what? No, but the Raytheon stock, right, and uh, went up like twenty-five dollars. And what? What's one of the other big giant corporations who make uh, fucking weapons of mass destruction? Halliburton. There's uh, a ton of them, but they all went up like fucking twenty, thirty bucks. And the deal was, uh, reports came back that around the weekend, Trump was telling people at Mar-a-Lago that something big was coming in Iran. Something big's coming in Iran. I'm sure all those people got fucking properly positioned into fucking Raytheon or whatever. You know what I mean? And he, he fucking cashed in on it. And he's like, okay, now because now may pay your dues for Mar-a-Lago. Do you ever feel like you don't really belong Every in day. the world? Every day. Like one of the few people, and you didn't depend on me so much. I might just leave this realm. I mean, you do feel like that, right? Like, like you're kind of looking through a window at everything that's going on and being like, yeah. what are these fucking morons doing? I can't Dude, fucking I'm going to tell you what. For me, it's been a thousand times worse, and I know this sounds nuts since Trump got elected. I almost feel like this disassociation with the world. Well, I think I'm that's like, how it's been for everybody. It's so fucking crazy. You can't relax. I mean, it's like the whole world is like you were saying that he's got the Democratic Party. You know what I mean? They're like, this fucking guy is erratic. Don't even know what you're gonna wake up to tomorrow. Mm-mm. And that okay. is a, and that is a form of fucking mind control. I know I sound nuts when I say that, but no, I've been listening to this book right about how people are fucking mind controlled. Uh huh. Okay. Because I'm like, I this a lot of people say it's fucking cultish, right? And man, they go through this fucking thing in this book, and I'll play it in, on the next show, and you'll go, oh my god, that's what Trump does. Oh my god, that's what Trump does. Holy <laughs> shit, that's what they're doing. I mean, and there's like that moment of clarity where you're like, oh, man, this, they, they, this is really what they're fucking doing. It's like Hitler shit. You've got to fucking play it for me next I show. will. I will. You'll be fucking shocked, dude. I was listening to it on the way to work because I just didn't let it go back and forth to work. I'm like, oh, my God. That's exactly what they're fucking doing. That's exactly Fuck. it. They offer the most preposterous thing, right? Yeah. And they talk it back. Yes. Right? And then they're like, see – that wasn't so bad, or they make it ten times worse. And they're like, see, the other way I was telling you about wasn't so bad. Now, was it? 
I mean, it's fucking nutty mind control shit. And it's sales tactics. It's all about shit like that. You know what I mean? It's the it's art of the deal. What was that, dog? The art of the deal. Uh, I read that when it first came out, right? I, I bought it in an airport on my way back to Austin. Folks, we're going we're gonna to take it into the VIP, so catch us there. But uh, I read it, right? And I, that was before Trump was anybody, really. Sure. I mean, he was kind of making his name in, in New York, and they're like, okay, now you can take this nationwide. And obviously his book made it into the, uh, the airport, and I bought it, and I read it between a couple of flights. And I'm like, this guy is a fucking asshole. I mean, I fucking immediately, I don't know how anybody could have read that book and been a fan of him. Because I'm like, this guy is a fucking lying prick. In his book, he even admits that his Trump Tower is only 50, like, four stories tall. And he added 13 stories to it when he fucking reported to the paper how tall it was. How, right? how He did, tells people it's 67 stories. It's only 52 stories tall. How did he get famous? I mean, I, I don't his know dad, anyone. His dad was a fucking billionaire. Or a, by today's standard, a billionaire. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean famous. Like, I understand why a rich guy like Elon Musk is famous, because he's changing the fucking world. Right. Or Jeff Bezos or, you know, the, the Windows guy. But how does somebody in real estate suddenly become just like a household name? He just started hanging out at, like, Club 54 and shit, dude. He just was his own fucking pro. He used to call, like, Fortune Magazine and act like somebody that did a story on Donald Trump. Like, did you hear about Donald Trump's net worth? And it was him. They proved it is him. I, I, I out heard. there and lying about his own shit. This that, that was is in the, the president of the United States of America. If you did that, you'd fucking go to jail. That was in the, uh, the Business Words podcast whenever he was trying to buy that football team. He did the same thing. Yeah. What he he called up pretending that? to be somebody working for himself to yeah. set up a meeting. Bill Collins or something. He was—he had a name that he used constantly for some fucking fake character that was just himself. I gotta say that's pretty clever. Dude, if he it's wasn't clever, but you know what else it is? It's fucking—it's psychopathic, right? <laughs> I mean, do you do you would you do with a business with a guy who did that to you and you found out about it? We'd be like, I want to stay in business with this fucking guy. He tricked me into doing this thing or saying that or doing this. I would you want? To, I wouldn't want to work with that guy anymore. But now that guy is the fucking president of the United States of America. Wow. Okay. How tough? me out is this thing. These people, they always are on this fucking website saying, "Prove me when it, whenever he was guilty. Prove to me one time he was guilty." What? That's yeah. Easy. They're always like, "Prove to me that he was guilty of this. Prove to me he was guilty of that." Because I brought up that thing where he stole from his own charity. Right, and that was ordered to pay two and a half million dollars to real charities mm. because he did this charity fundraiser and he took the money and he fucking bought a giant uh, picture of himself, right? And he fucking took, paid off a bunch of legal fees. This is all money he fucking took from from a charity he created, right? He was doing these fundraisers and taking the money for himself. He wasn't fucking spending it on charities. Look, so they, I can, I don't get why people are so rapidly defending like, him right defending him like as okay. a guy i i can see look i can see if your politics are different right. than mine I you're agree with what's going on but you're right it's like a cult i mean it's like it, dude it is a cult these people would fucking see and that's the problem 
these people would fucking kill you for him, dude. If he told people to go out to the fucking streets and start killing people that fucking were not, they people would start doing it. I'm gonna be honest with you right now. You, you your neighbor is a fucking Trump guy, right? Yeah, and he's a he's a hardcore guy. Vet. Gun guy, right? And all that he would have to do is say, all Trump would have to do is say, man, they're coming for you, and they're coming for your, I mean, that's what he's doing right now. And these people are on the verge of fucking war. One more year. They're nuts. I don't know what he do. He has to die. He has to fucking, I'm not saying assassinate him or whatever, but for these people to fucking ever be at rest, I don't think Donald Trump can still be alive. As crazy as that sounds. Well, we we better start our political show soon because if he loses, then everything will be cool. We won't have anything. I got a feeling if he loses, he ain't going. He's gonna fucking fight it. He'll be like recount. You know what I mean? He's not going out of the fucking office. Well, that's not gonna last. But I know. But you know what? With these fucking nut jobs out there, dude, I don't. I want to. I don't want this to be another one of those eight million instances where we've been right on the show about what happened a year later. I mean, be it uh, invention or, uh, you know, how good a movie was going to do. But I just don't see him going fucking quietly into the good night at all. No, he won't. But hopefully he will go quietly. And I think if we get our our Sanders Buttigieg ticket. Man, I'm telling you, that would be something. That's a slam dunk, I think. I mean, I like Tulsi Gabbard, too. what happened last time, too. Uh I don't know why people who supported Bernie are like, oh, I can't support Hillary. You know what I mean? Now, that's just fucking... Now, look where you got us with right. your fucking self-righteousness. I mean, I was upset, yeah, that Bernie didn't get the nod, you know? But I'm not like, well, now I guess I'll vote for... I guess I'm going to turn my whole fucking philosophy upside down. You know what I mean? Or yeah. just abstain from the vote because I'll show them, you know? I mean... Sorry, it doesn't work like that. You gotta fucking, you gotta show up for your team. That that Sanders Buttigieg ticket really gets me excited. I mean, thinking about, I hope that happens. I I don't see that's a problem. It won't. It won't. I know because they're chickens with their heads cut off. Why why doesn't it happen? Because they they're overthink. At this point, they're so fucking worked up about Trump. They're just overthinking everything. To the point of being hysterical instead of just being like, oh, this makes sense. Let's do that. Well, I'm seeing here's the deal. I love Ocasio-Cartez, right? I love that yeah. shit. I love everything about her. She's smart. She, she's yeah. hot as fuck. She's sexy as hell. God damn. She's fucking got self-confidence. You know what I mean? She's scrappy. She's scrappy as hell. But the problem is if Bernie decides to bring her along for the vice president job, he's done for. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Buttigieg is the perfect, what do you call it? I don't know what you call it. It's like, uh, what you put, it's synergy, but it's like a, a a device you put into something to balance everything out. You know, I don't know what you call it, but he's just perfect. He's right in the middle, but left. Counterweight. They call that a counterweight. There's a vet. He's a gay. I know. He's the fucking whole package. And he's it, common sense. I mean, the dude just has common sense. Oh, he's religious? I mean, come he's on. He's smart. He's fucking smart. The dude's fucking smart as a whip, but he's not, he's not no, smart. he's not out of touch. That's what he's not. He's exactly. Not touch. That's what I mean. He's not so smart that he's just this egghead dumbass. He's just a cool dude who happens to be well, really smart and gay 
and a veteran. Here's what's crazy. You know, he's from where I live, right? And they show him on the news here a lot. Yeah. And when he was 17, he won some kind of award, right, on a paper that he wrote about how he admired Bernie Sanders. Mm. Yeah, very interesting story. Wow, cool. Back then, and he was just like a little kid. I mean, you know. 17, that's a little kid, really. Yeah. And you're like, wow. I mean, this is a guy that probably fucking, (laughs) if Trump's going to get up there and say he's the fucking chosen one, I don't know. I'd have to say that Pete Buttigieg is the fucking chosen one. I think so, too. He's been mad enough to serve the fuck. He's done it all the right way. All of it. He's a golden child. I mean, really. All right, come on, Zigzag. Let's do some goddamn hot sauce. Jeez Louise. I just want to say, too, I really missed you on the New Year's show, dude. I missed you a lot. (laughs) Oh, I didn't. I don't know even what I said on the show. I haven't listened. I think I listened back to some of it, and I was cracking myself up, but I was still high, so maybe it wasn't <laughs> that good to show. I don't know. Did you ever get a chance to listen to it? Yeah. God, you fucking suck. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't. Awesome. I and now I don't feel bad about some of the stuff I said. I was going to apologize, but fuck you. Well, I look forward to feeling bad because I'm going to listen to it. No, don't. Don't please don't listen. <laughs> All right, spin that wheel. Let's do it, and let's play Jeopardy while we are our miles are on fire. It went right back to where it was. Hold on. You know what? It's impossible to hold it up and spin it. You know what I'm saying? That's what she said. No, it's hard to hold her up and spin her. Oh, that's true. That's what I said. All right, here we go. Hold on. See, it's like bent where this one fell out. It always wants to go back to that spot. You You know exactly what I'm dealing with here. Yeah. There we go. Okay, no, it's pointing this way. All right. All right. I don't know what number it is. I'm pulling it off. You ready? What? Mine are all miscombobulated. Just tell me what number it is, and I'll grab it. Number nine. Jesus. God in heaven. If I remember correctly, number eight was hot as fuck, but number yeah. seven was hotter. Seven was hotter than eight somehow. <laughs> Nine. Jesus, what are we doing? Okay. I'm going to uh, tell you okay. right now. I'm not even going to read it, but I'm going to tell you what the fucking ingredients are, right? Okay, it's ghost pepper, ghost pepper powder, scorpion pepper, scorpion pepper powder. It's all that shit. What all of it. Boot jalokia juice, boot jalokia powder. Yes. That was my classic. What, is, what, do they, what do they call that? Who is this guy on uh, the Tonight Johnny? Show? Johnny Carson. Yeah, but who what was he named? The great he had a name for that character. Oh, the great Karnak. Karnak, right? thank was you. Karnak? Thank you. I was doing some Karnak action there. Oh boy. Okay. You want to fire oh, up yeah, a it takes five minutes to get the fucking top off this thing. Oh wait, there you know what? There is like a, one of those little channels on there where it rips easy. Oh, you got it this time and I got it this time too. That means this one's probably super fucking hot. Alright, let's not do let's not do a shot every time we get something wrong. Oh, dude, come on. Now. Let's just do a shot and do the whole the whole thing in pain. Because this is going to be hot. This is nine. All right, I got to plug stupid ass in over here for a second. You know what? I'm going to upgrade. Did, did they come out with that upgrade for, like, changing the voice of uh, Siri? Weren't they coming out with something like that or, or Alexa? 
there was one where they were going to have like Samuel L. Jackson do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw work. that too. That might have been interesting, actually. Well, I don't know. Well, I guess it, it would be a pain in the ass for Alex, but every week when they do these shows, I don't. Why can't they do the? Why can't Alex ask you the Jeopardy question because he's already actually read the question on the air at some point. Some contract thing, I'm sure. I think so. I mean, he got it. I, did you see him on 60 Minutes, dude? No. Samuel, oh. or Samuel Alex Trebek is a fucking, he's a pretty down-to-earth guy. Glad he's still alive. All that shit you said about him, about having prostate cancer, that was bullshit, Rufus. That smells bad. See, to me, it smells exactly like the other one. Yes, it Not does. One lick different. It smells the same, but somehow worse. But maybe it's my it kind of make my nose look a little. Alexa, good God, show us your new voice. Sorry, I don't know that one. Alexa, you have a different voice. I can't change my voice. Yeah, fucking dumbass. You know what's crazy is that when I talk to Alexa now, and I don't very often, only during the show. But when I was asking, I almost wanted to say everything in the form of a question. <laughs> I'm like Pavlov dog into thinking that she's nothing but a machine for fucking doing Jeopardy questions. Alexa, what is the weather? Well, I guess that makes sense. Never mind. <laughs> what is weather? Effect starting Sunday, January 12th, 6 p.m. The current weather is 33 degrees Fahrenheit with cloudy skies. Tonight's forecast has snowy weather. With a low of 24 degrees. It's going to be cold here, Rufus. Wow, you guys have real winter. Not really, dude. This has been a very mild winter. We haven't got any snow. It's fucking the middle of January. Usually we got like two feet of snow already. We've got no snow. It's been like 50 degrees. If you, I'm telling you right now, there's fucking global warming, dude. There's global dude, warming. Dude, it's been say. super mild here. Yesterday was 74 degrees here. We had a cold front come in last night. So today it was. it got into the 40s. But tomorrow it's going to be in the 60s, and then by mid-next week, 70s. Before we get going, dude, I'm going to do this. I'm going to smoke this joint like an Australian wildfire. Ooh, that's politically incorrect. Too early? Was that too early? No, not for us. <laughs> We're on the <laughs> cutting edge of humor. No kidding. I mean, here we are. We're making fun of the whole idea that there is no global warming. I mean, obviously there is. I'm so sorry for all those koala bears, dude. I can't even watch that shit when they show it on, on the news. Yeah. I wonder if when you walk through... How many slothies you think have been eradicated? Slothies, kangaroos, koalas. You know, maybe it's a little fucked up, but I bet when you're walking through, like where a fire is torn through it, it probably smells like a pretty kick-ass barbecue all, yeah, all over the place. Have to, dude. Remember when yeah. you told me that that chicken place near where you lived in Arkansas burned and it smelled like fucking grilled chicken? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, that, you're probably right. You know, though, but at a point where food gets burned, it doesn't any longer smell good. So there probably was like a fine line of when you were smelling that grilled chicken where you're like, ooh, someone put some chicken on to, uh-oh, someone's burning some chicken. You know what I mean? To like, oh, man, that chicken stinks. Get it out of here. <laughs> yes. All right, dog. You ready? Uh, no. Alexa, I'm going to ask her to get Jeopardy queued up before we drink it because I won't be able to talk afterwards. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Alexa, play Jeopardy. 
party. And now, here is your host, Alex Trinidad. But not really. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome, players. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Catch up. You have all five days to catch up Boy, on. I never know what the right thing is. Do you want to catch is. up on the clues from Monday? Yes. Let's see the clues for the Jeopardy round. Our first category is all the right movies. The response includes the word yeah, uh, Betty Davis was nominated for Best it. Actress for this 1950 film that won Best Picture. Repeat the question. It fell on my keyboard. Again, the category is all the right <laughs> it movies. It was like sweet. Betty Davis was nominated for Best Actress for this 1950 uh, film that won Best Picture. What is Mother Dearest? Oh, no. No. Ooh. The correct Mommy response dearest. is what is all about Eve. Oh, shit. Today's second category is Statue of No Limitations. There are statues of the Little Mermaid and Hans Christian Andersen in this European city. What is Prague? Amsterdam? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Copenhagen. Oh, uh, fuck, dude. That's Your next hot. Jeopardy category yeah. is Potpourri. This Asian country, known for its reverence for the elderly, celebrates respect for the aged day in September. What is Japan? You're right. The category is Tales of the City. There are the two capital cities in a tale of two cities. What are London and Paris? You're right. Your wow. Jeopardy category is shut up. On a standard remote, this button eliminates the TV sound. What is mute? You're right. Your next Jeopardy category is in deal the cars. Made from muskets and sultanas, these dried fruits have 22 grams of carbs per ounce. What are pigs? Uh, no, that's incorrect. I guess I didn't get the question. The correct response was what are raisins? Uh. Let's move on to double Jeopardy. Our next category is Man, the Age of Exploration. That was the worst, dude. This was the largest of the ships Columbus used in his 1492 voyage. Oh, shit. What is the... Again, the category is the Age of Exploration. Santa Maria? This was the largest of the ships Columbus used in his 1492 voyage. What was the Santa Maria? Yes, that's it. Our next Jeopardy category starts and ends with the same vowel. This state is home to Denali State Park and Tongass National Forest. Repeat the question. Oh. Again, the category starts and ends with the same vowel. This Makes state sense. is home to Denali State Park and Tongass National Forest. What is Alaska? Excellent. Yay. The next Jeopardy category is birds in the body. Oh, my God. Jesus told the disciples, be as shrewd as snakes and as harmless as these tranquil birds. Repeat the question. What did he tell? Again, the category yeah. is birds in the Bible. That's Jesus hot. told the disciples, be as shrewd as snakes and as harmless as these tranquil birds. What are doves? Correct. Oh, that was the a go by the seat of your pants. This shit is hot, On dude. On TV, yeah. with Golden Globe nominated for playing a teenage surgeon and Emmy nominated for playing a womanizing wingman. Who is Neil Patrick Harris? Yes, 
That's correct. Our category is foreign colleges and universities. McGill University is located in this francophone province of Canada. Repeat the question. Again, the category is foreign colleges and universities. McGill University is located in this francophone province of Canada. What is Quebec? Correct. The category is hip hop fused. Meek Mill squashed his beef with this ex Degrassi star in 2018 when they performed Meek's Dreams and Nightmares Together. Repeat the question. Again, the category is hip hop fused. Meek Mill squashed his beef with this ex Degrassi star in 2018 when they performed Meek's Dreams and Nightmares Together. Who was Aaron Paul? That's not it. The correct response was, who is Drake? Oh, really? All right, let's see how you did today. Well done. That's hot. 12. Nice. You're in the top 88% of players for all time. Fuck yeah. You still have four days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Play it again? You missed four of clues this week. You look out of it, you're right there. Should we take another swig? Yes. I was talking about Here are the clues for the Jeopardy round. It's hot. It is hot. Your first Jeopardy category is all the right movies. The response includes the word all. (laughs) Betty Davis was nominated for Best Actress for this 1950 film that won Best Picture. It's the same question. What is all of me? That's not it. The correct response was what is all about Eve. Your second category is Statue of No Limitations. There are statues of the Little Mermaid and Hans Christian Andersen. What is Copenhagen? (laughs) What is Copenhagen? Correct. Think we can do all right? I don't know. Asian country, known for its reverence for the elderly, celebrates respect for the aged day in September. (sighs) Japan. Yes, that's it. Today's fourth Jeopardy category is Tales of the City. They're the two capital cities. In a tale of two cities. What is London and Paris? <laughs> yes. Edit the that's first correct. part out. Our category is shut up. On a standard remote, this button eliminates the TV sound. What is mute? Uh, uh, that's not it. The correct response was what is mute. My burp. The next Jeopardy you. category is in you. Sorry. Made from muskets and sultanas. These dried fruits have 22 grams of carbs. All right, around. stop. What are raisins? Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like "Who is" or "What is." What are raisins? Tuesday's, play Tuesday's clues. Oh God. You don't have any catch-up clues to play on Monday. Play Tuesday. You can only catch up on the current week's clues. Play Tuesday. You need to respond in the form of a question. God damn it! <laughs> You can also say repeat. You see how it sucks? I don't know. Yes. I want to play Tuesday's clues. You don't have any catch up clues to play on Monday. You can only catch up on the current week's clues. I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that. You can say repeat, skip, or quit. Are they talking to each other? Quit. <laughs> Maybe they are. 
Oh my god, that shit was miserable, dude. What about when we get to twelve? My lips are on fire. My the top of my fucking mouth behind the, my teeth, like the roof of my teeth. Uh. The roof of my teeth, I said. <laughs> Probably thinking about you. I got twelve set aside, man. You do. I was just looking oh. at it the other day. Didn't you see my picture? I sent you a picture of me doing the New Year's Eve show. Because I wasn't letting Hypersloth go out like that without doing a New Year's Eve show. And you didn't even respond. Didn't my even mouth, respond. My mouth hurts, zigzag. I think my teeth are loose. <laughs> You're joking, right? And that's why it hurts? No, I'm saying it was so hot it made my teeth loose. It's hot, dude. But you know what? I didn't even notice. The first one was still burning so much that I didn't even notice the fucking second one. I don't know. The second one, my lips are like what's burning me. into my tongue now. It's like feeling weird. And you know what sucks is I bit my tongue super hard yesterday to where it bled. God, that sucks. And suck. now I got like hot sauce in the side of my tongue. But you know what does work? Uh. Chocolate, dude. I think chocolate is the key to really? hot shit. Yeah. Because if I eat a Reese's, let me try it. You know what? I'm going to try it right now. And maybe we try it on the next show. You get some chocolate, right? Maybe we can turn that into something. We can try to figure out what really does work so your mouth doesn't burn. Let's do it. i got a ton of chocolate in the house. Because I'll bring it next time. I feel like the chocolate makes a difference. The way it comes Dude, have you had the Hershey's chocolate bar? It's like a normal Hershey's chocolate bar, but inside are crushed up Reese's Pieces. I have. Fuck, dude. Fuck. They have an M&M one like that, too. Oh my God! I've got M and M's lately, dude. M and M's are really good. Like a probably what would be considered an unhealthy amount of M and M's. It's chocolate. Chocolate's good for you. And it's got that peanut, dude. I'm like, hey, the peanut is packed with proteins, Rufus. The peanut M and M's are really the best. They are. They are. I, although the peanut butter M and M's are pretty goddamn. You know what's funny? You say that because. For the first time ever, I had peanut butter M&M's, like, last week, and I'm like, ooh, those are good. <laughs> I agree with them. They are quite tasty. I think they'd be better if they used maybe a better quality peanut butter. What I've always liked about M&M's is that they're a hard candy, so you expect them to be hard and crunchy, but they're not. They're just... Dude. Your teeth just kind of fall into them. The other night... Me and my wife watched this thing on, I don't know if it was on the Food Channel or one of those channels, and it was about the Mars people versus fucking Milton Hershey. And, like, all these people that started all the fucking food brands, Bird's Eye Food Guy, these people were fucking, I mean, they fucking went for it. You know what I mean? And they were like, Milton Hershey is a fucking ruthless motherfucker. These guys went after each other big time. Like Dude, trying to put each other out of business. I'm telling you, you should listen to the Business Wars, po- Business Wars podcast. I listened to Business Wars, and they had an entire six-episode series. It was all about Hershey and Mars. Right. That is <laughs> fucking crazy shit, the way that Mars worked for Hershey. Or not not work from the, his other guy. Yeah. Worked for him, and he came and poached him. Yep. Oh, my God. I was like, dang. But you know what? That was Milton Hershey's fault for not giving the guy the fucking leg up that he deserved. <laughs> Exactly. And that shit happens all the time. I'm listening yeah, to one. it does. It does. Right, right now, it's, it's uh, oh, fuck, what is it? I'm actually behind on it, but it's Ford and Chevy. 
I think, and and like uh, they're just poaching like CEOs up and right. Well, it would give you more money to come build a car for us. Right, okay. bring all your secrets from the other place with you. Right. It's crazy. It is crazy. I'll agree. Whew. So do you want to try another day now or what? No, because i got to pee, too. All right. All right, uh, Rufus. Well, thanks for the first show of the 2020s. The year, that, you know what? Let's go. We're going to call this the year of the sloth. We're not going to wait till 2021. Let's not wait till 2021. I almost, I almost put that in the title of this episode. Year of the and sloth. you did not? I wanted to confer with you first. Oh, my God. Yeah, like you need my approval to do anything as far as the sloth goes, unless you start like up the gay pedophile wing of the sloth media empire. Which we we'll get to, we'll just make sure well. we've got the, pro- the, the proper paperwork in place. I'm working on the branding right now. I bet you are. I bet you are. From top to bottom, I bet you probably <laughs> are. From bottom to bottom. <laughs> Is that even possible? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to take your word for that. <laughs> On that note, uh, Rufus, the bottom squared, the double bottom, they call him. The, I didn't ever <laughs> reach a bottom, but apparently he can reach a double bottom. It's a kind of a, kind of amazing thing. Well, thanks for listening and turn, uh, tuning in and listening to Rufus, or Zigzag Rant at Rufus about <laughs> politics that Rufus uh, understands that maybe I'm as sick as those people on that website. You think so? Yeah, you're brainwashed. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm on the right <laughs> side of history. That's what counts, Rufus. Yeah, isn't everybody? You know what? I'm not on the right side of history because I or not. I'm on the right side of history, but I don't. I don't believe. I believe everything's a fucking lie, almost. You're really gonna have to convince me. You know what's cool? It's in 50 years, and won't matter to either one of us. I know, because we'll be dead. Wait, no, you'll be dead. Sorry about that. Oh, I ain't going to last 50 years. You kidding? <laughs> no, me neither. I don't think I want to. I'm, like, skeptical on the next 25. <laughs> I wouldn't place bets on my next 15. <laughs> Let's keep getting lower. Well, you, I did see you in a death pool, dude. I went low. I'm going to be honest with you. I went real low. That's I, I don't blame you. When do you leave for uh, for San Francisco? Uh, Not next week, but the week after that. And I'll be in Denver. I'm going to Denver the week after that. Wow, what's up in Denver? I'll be in Denver the 23rd. <laughs> ah, I'll be in uh, San Fran the 23rd. Uh-oh, is it safe for both of the fucking people from Hyperspot to be flying at the same time? I think it's it's probably safe. I don't know if we're flying at the same time, but at least we're uh, in different locations. Dude, wait, now will you have a free Friday night? I can take my computer on the road to Denver because I'm going to this big pot thing, right? Right? I'm going on a like through this tour of a giant pot operation. No, because so, I'm I'm coming back the next like, day. Oh, you're not gonna be? Are you gonna be home Friday night? I'll be home Friday night. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to do an on the double Z on the road show. You can do that, but I'll be home Friday night. I can do a Friday night show. <laughs> My nose is running. And it's All right. Hot. I'm going to let Rufus go. He looks like he's in a lot of pain. I'm going to tell you right now, chocolate does work because I'm barely even feeling it anymore. Don't so get one of those candy bars and swish it around in your mouth and make sure it gets in all your cavities for sure. <laughs> I, I keep chocolate in my cavities. That's for the kids. That one's for the kids. I can put right, two folks. M&Ms in each cavity. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know what? That's what I use. I use M&Ms to fill <laughs> in the holes. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that tooth used to be cracked back there. Now it's just fucking got M&M in it. It's got a nice <laughs> candy my, shell. My teeth are made of candy. 
All right, Rufus, double Z, going to hit it now. Uh, thanks for joining us, episode 340, this, the 10th day of January 2020. I'm doing that because I know that someday we're going to have to know what the date is on all these shows. I'm sure. Because it doesn't save them like that for me anyways. Uh, this is for Skype, Rufus, okay? I understand. Technicalities. All right, double Z out. Rufus out. Yeah. I can't believe I pulled that off with my uh... your horse voice. All right, folks, we'll catch you next week on the Hyper South Happy Hour. Zigzag and Rufus out. Oh. I'm gonna play a song, Rufus. God damn it! Go for it. God damn it! I'm hanging up. I gotta pee. Okay. God damn it. Here's food.
Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.